0: The opinions expressed are those of the author and do not necessarily reflect the views of Charles River Associates, its clients, or any of its or their respective affiliates. This podcast is for general information purposes and is not intended to be and should not be taken as legal advice. Welcome to today's episode of CRA Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Grace, and today we're joined by Valentin Estevez, a vice president in CRA's labor and employment practice based in College Station, Texas. Dr. Estevez has worked as a consultant and testifying expert in class action and single plaintiff matters. He also assists clients on the application of big data and artificial intelligence techniques in labor and employment consulting. In today's episode, Valentin will be speaking with us about the potential of artificial intelligence in human resources, and he'll give some best practices for implementing artificial intelligence solutions. Now, without further ado, let's get this session started. Hi, Valentine. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. I'm really excited to talk to you about artificial intelligence, labor and employment issues, and so much more. To start, how did you become an expert in labor and employment matters?
1: I went to the University of Chicago, and when I was finishing my PhD, I was uh, debating whether to continue the academic career or went into something more applied. I was also drawn to answering questions and you know, different questions every day. So that's why I gravitated naturally to consulting. As a consultant, uh, I love working with data related to people, you know, compensation affects everybody. So uh, that's something where we can have a direct and immediate impact uh, on people's life and also on company policies and also government policy. So that's why I went uh, into consulting and it's been a, a great fit.
0: Since artificial intelligence is such a broad term, Can you tell me from your understanding and experience what AI is?
1: You know, we hear the term AI, but there is not a well-defined terms. And many of the tools, techniques called AI, I would call them basic or or well-known and understood statistical tools. It's basically AI is a way to automate a process. At what point a computer program that I wrote 10 years ago because of some improvement in these you know, algorithms, reaches the point that some entity will call it AI. It's a completely arbitrary uh, boundary at this point.
0: Now, as you know, there's been a lot of debate around the fairness and validity of AI in recruiting, particularly when it comes to resumes. So, how do you respond to concerns around such fairness from job seekers? And on the other hand, from a recruiter standpoint, how can they maintain compliance within the process of recruitment while leveraging AI tools?
1: This is just a continuation to what recruiters were doing before. Uh, you know, recruiters were looking at resumes and making judgment calls based on their needs for the opening, what they see on resumes. So of course, as we tell every client, this is a data project, so you need to keep an eye on the results. You know, The same way that 10, 15 years ago, we would say you need to supervise and audit or and monitor what your recruiters are doing, now we say you need to you know, audit and supervise and see what your AI tools are doing. The general principles about being careful, being knowing why you're doing something, why you're using AI versus other techniques, see how the results are coming, uh, is it what you expect? That hasn't changed. It's more about what's creating the results, but the way we approach these questions and our basic advice is the same.
0: Thanks, Valentin. I think that's a really interesting perspective and worthwhile consideration for both sides. Now, do you mind talking to me a little bit more about how AI directly impacts the job seekers, and with that, what you see is the pros and cons of the existence of AI in the labor market?:
1: AI and you know the advantage in communication what has allowed people is to know about openings you know on the other side of the country or in other countries, but with the increase in the pool of applicants, you know the number of resumes or expression of interest that you need to review also increase exponentially. Uh, So it's not feasible to expect the same old tool from 10, 15 years ago to deal with that uh, increase in resume. So AI has come as a way, as a reaction to the expansion of the labor markets.
0: I think there will always be a certain amount of speculation regarding this matter. But from your understanding, why is there such an interest in the presence of artificial intelligence in the labor market?
1: Labor markets affects everybody. We're all part of the labor market. AI, I consider, is one of the most exciting developments in the last five years. Not just from the point of view of clients, but also how it impacts the way that we run our practices because AI allows us to implement statistical techniques that five, ten years ago were outside of our reach because of limitations in computation. So now those techniques are available so we can actually explore data in new ways. From the point of view of clients, there are new opportunities and challenges. Uh, the opportunities, you know, with any technology, cost savings, t- savings in time, process improvements. So their operations uh, are more streamlined, and you know they are more productive. But of course, you know, with any new technology, there are some uh, adjustment costs, some learning costs. Uh, there is uncertainty about how certain regulations would apply with regard to AI, how to comply with those regulations.
0: So Valentin, we've spoken a lot about how job seekers and recruiters can be impacted by artificial intelligence. And now I'd like to shift gears a little bit and talk about some of the regulatory concerns around artificial intelligence. Can you talk a little bit about work CRA does with regulatory bodies regarding artificial intelligence in the labor and employment space?
1: Nowadays, again, because there's so much information out there you know, the possibilities for using information incorrectly is, you know, is possible, and that's what prompts governments to try to intervene. And again, that's the advantage of, uh, of being in this space, that besides helping clients directly, we also can help uh, provide feedback to governments about what is the likely impact of these regulations. Are, going too, are the regulations going too far? Are they correctly tailored? You know, it is interesting when you ask government officials what they consider to be AI, most of the time they don't have a definition. And they say, we know we want to regulate AI or come up with some regulations, but even they, they don't know exactly what they mean by AI.
0: Thank you so much, Valentin, for taking the time to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about Valentine's work or about CRA's labor and employment practice, visit www.crai.com.